Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Yak Gadget, made in America, based outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Yak Gadget offers all kinds of storage accessories, quick mount motor mounts, anchor systems, track mounted accessories, even paddles. Go to yakgadget.com and get your kayak decked out for your next trip out on the water. The 153 Bay Company, based in Troy, Ohio, make everything from plastics to custom painted hard baits. Hook them hard and hook them off. All of our baits are made to order and all of our hard baits are hand painted to order. So go to the153anglers.com to place your order today. To hell and back is in the job description. Being roughed up, scuffed up, run over, kicked, thrown, dropped, dunked, and done the unthinkable is a duty we've embraced for more than 40 years. Through superior engineering and constant innovation, only Pelican has conquered the chaos a life of ambition can dish out. And we've done it to empower you. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. It feels kind of weird not being live tonight, Jay. I know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I feel really chatty, too, I think. <laughs> it's weird. Sure. We don't go live, and all of a sudden, you're chatty. Hmm. Let's see how that works. It's stage fright. Camera, probably what it is. Camera shot. I still just can't get used to it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of weird, man. Like We haven't done a pre-recorded podcast in, God, dude, it's been over a year. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a minute. But, uh, you know, that's what you got to do when you're heading to 10 IC. Indeed. I love it. I love it. I'm looking forward to getting on the water, man. Yeah, it's been a been a while. Uh, some quick house cleaning real quick. Guys, gals, tuning in. Um, we got the Open in the Trail Series coming up on Dale Hollow Lake. Or, I'm sorry, the Open in the Clash of Clubs coming up on dale hollow lake april 9th 10th and 11th um make sure you get signed up on tourney x you can go to tourney x search paddle the letter n in finn get signed up clash of clubs if you fish a grassroots club grab three members of that club form a team come down 
get bragging rights for the best club in the nation. That's right. And if your uh, if your club has more like another set of three people and you want to bring a second team, yeah, please do bring the whole club. Form as many three man teams as you want. The more the merrier. Giving away three kayaks, tons of cash. And we found out last night we got an even yes. another big, yep, big giveaway item that can't say what it is, but I'm just saying if you're there, you're gonna wanna I would there. say this. If you can if you can get there, get there. Just go. Yeah. You know, whether you're a good fisherman or you're not. Yeah. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I like the way you work that. All right, I see what you did there. I see what you did. Fishing there. is fishing, man. Hang out with your buddies. Yeah. You know, hopefully you get something. Hopefully, yeah. You know I mean, yeah. Hey, you just never know. You never know. It'll be a surprise. It'll be a surprise. Also, we always forget to mention we have a YouTube channel. We do other things on there besides the podcast. So please go to YouTube, subscribe to our channel. Um, we've been growing that for a while. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. There's some stuff on there. Yeah, some you know, good stuff. Funny stuff, you know. Yeah, we need a video of you <laughs> falling out of your kayak on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, you only too bad you didn't get it that day at the at the uh, <laughs> at the launch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I totally forgot yeah. about that until yeah. you brought that up. Yeah, yep. it's all right. Yeah, but you just gotta watch that sidestep, man. Just make it sure you're like, actually stepping it, on the. It was launch. like slow motion, and then you're like in the water, like looking yeah. like. I was. Oh, I wasn't just oh. in the water. My face and everything went in the water. Like I've never, I haven't gone down. Like, dude, like the way I went down, man, it was so quick. Oh, from now on, <laughs> GoPros must be recording at all times. Yeah, this is why you need a waterproof phone too, <laughs> or a case. It'll definitely work. You know, it'll work out, and uh, you know, for the better. This is true. This is true. Well, we got a we got an epic guest for you guys uh, today. Um, we got Tyler Theed. Right? Did I say that right? Yes. Yep. He's shaking his head. Yes. Uh, owner of Small Craft Outfitters up in Wisconsin. Uh, so we're going to bring him in. Tyler, welcome to the show, my friend. And, uh, you know, we want to chat with you about uh, yourself. You're part of the Feel Free Fishing Team. You got a small shop and uh, you're now a new canoe dealer as well. So we want to touch on that. But uh, first, man, give us a little background, where you're from, where you're at, where your shop's at, and all that good stuff, man. Sure. Thanks for having me. I don't think I'm an epic guest, but thank you. Um, hey, man. <laughs> Every guest is epic if you're on the Paddle and Finn hey, podcast. I'm fair just enough. Saying. Fair enough. Um, so I live up in northwest Wisconsin, a tiny town called Spring Valley, a uh, town of about 1,300 people. We do not have any stoplights. Um, nice. We do have a one-way street. Um <laughs> I'm proud of that one, but uh, we're five miles off I-94. I actually grew up down in Richland Center, Wisconsin, between La Crosse yeah. and Madison. And beautiful there, yeah, beautiful area. That's why I like Spring Valley. It's very similar. There's hills. Yeah, uh, you guys in Illinois call them mountains, but they're hills. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Uh, <laughs> so we um, we got into the the kayak business. I I really enjoyed fishing. Uh, kayak fishing and there's a beautiful reservoir up here that has good bass electric only lake um and i actually got on the field free fishing team and there was no dealers up here and no dealers interested in really taking on more brands um you know they had a lot of big brands already so talked to guys at headquarters said hey do you mind if i just run a small shop out of we, we do it out of our home actually yeah um 
and it's worked out really well. Um, it's been challenging the last year with COVID because supply chains are impacted and demands are through the roof. So getting product in, whether it's made offshore or you know overseas or even here in the U.S., things are held up a little bit. But um, yeah, that, I mean, that's where we came from. As far as New Canoe, uh, Brad Hurlbus from the New Canoe team turned me on to him. Uh, we've actually had quite a few requests because uh, we're right, you know, 30 minutes from pool four of the Mississippi backwaters, like prime duck hunting area. Yeah. Um, had a lot of requests for for New Canoe because they're open hunting platform um, and the camo colors, the the hunting accessories you can get, you know, from New Canoe for them, plus the motor options and Brad connected me up with Blake, the owner of New Canoe, and talked to him about our tiny little business. Plus, they're actually molded in Wisconsin, which is huge for us um, because I can drive, you know, four hours with my Tacoma and my big, my big uh, trailer and pick them up myself, save some freight, and hopefully get boats a little quicker. So, just Heck yeah, man, yeah, looking to expand the line, um, expand the the offerings and the platforms for sure. That uh, reservoir you were talking about, is that Gaze Mills? It is not. Gaze Mills is down by where I grew up. This is uh, the O'Galley Reservoir, a.k.a. Lake George. Um, so you're like further north than La Crosse then? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're, I thought you were closer like to La Crosse like, or a little south of there. Um, we're two and a half hours north of La Crosse. Oh, wow. Yeah. So way yeah we're, there. we're between Menominee and Eau Claire. Um, we're like an hour from Minneapolis. So we get a lot of sales from... Um, people that go up to the boundary waters, we get a lot of people from the cities. We get a lot of people from Eau Claire. Um, so, you know, we're well-versed in the uh, lovely licensing requirements for the state of Minnesota for any boat over 10 feet powered or not. Um, but yeah, we're, we're up here a ways. And there's kind of a hole when I was talk, talking to Blake, there's kind of a hole in sales with New Canoe too. The same thing with Feel Free is right here in Northwest Wisconsin on the Mississippi. It, there wasn't a whole lot of uh, dealer presence. So right 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 yeah that's huge man uh being being in uh in wisconsin being able to pick up those boats i yeah. mean the dealer i work for right on the border of illinois and wisconsin you know it's the same thing we usually run up and pick our boats up um it's a couple hour drive versus you know paying thousands of dollars in freight which yeah. then in return gets transferred over to the customer right so yeah. um and obviously hurts your bottom line at the end of it, you know? So, um, super cool, man. Excited, uh, excited to see you join the new canoe family, man. Um, you know, I'm a team new canoe member myself and Jay just jumped on the bandwagon too with his frontier 12. I'm sure. Everybody saw that posted up this week everywhere. I'm just saying like you posted it on all the social media pages and like, you didn't even send me a text, bro. This is right. Like it's I thought we were friends. Yeah, you know, sometimes I just figure it's like it's okay for you to learn about. Dude, stuff I even it. asked for pictures, <laughs> and the next thing I know, somebody sends me a text. Jay's boat looks sweet, and I'm like, "What are you talking about? I haven't even seen it yet." He's like, "Oh, he posted it on social media." Nice. I'm just gonna go over here. <laughs> I was actually gonna suggest that anyway. <laughs> but um, anyways, anyways. Enough of our dispute. Uh, we'll yeah. get back to my Tyler. Bo my boat looks marital problems. problems. <laughs> 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 um, so that's cool, man. So, um, what kind of when? When are you expecting to get some inventory in for both Feel Free and New Canoe? Like, do you have an idea? I know it's kind of 
things are on the fritz with suppliers right now. But uh, do you got any idea like when you might have some boats in stock? Um, we actually have quite a few used ones coming up. Um, since announcing new canoe, I got some folks wanting to get the ultimate or you know add a flint to their fleet. Um, so I got some used boats from previous customers coming up. I posted a bunch tonight. Got some coming up in the next couple weeks. Um, as far as new canoe goes, Blake said it'd be like May, June-ish. Um, okay. We'll, we'll see. The The order uh, had some personal situations here. So our order got delayed, but we're going to get that into them tonight. Um, so we'll keep it on our website and social media when it's coming in. Um, we're going to actually post all the boats that we put on the order. So if people want to pre-order them to reserve them, because they're going to go pretty fast, yeah. um, they can do that. Um, feel free. We'll have to see. It'll probably be later in the summer. Um, it's it's just touch and go right now. And it was a pretty tough year for us last year because we just we we had a hard time getting boats. We're very small, so we didn't have the capital to put up front to you know get the inventory in. So we're just kind of playing catch up. But we'll we'll keep everyone posted on social media and stuff. Right on, right on. So you're doing uh, like trade-ins for against new boats? No, we actually um, we we have people come to us a lot saying, "Hey, do you want to do a trade-in?" Um, I just tell them no, because I, I, I want them cause I can put it on my website. It takes me 15 minutes and sell sure. it for them. and you know, it'll, it'll sell fast, especially around here. Um, it's, it's not a very saturated market. So, um, the previous customers, I'll just list a boat for them. It's kind of one of the things we offer for free for folks. If they're getting a new boat for through us and you want to sell your old feel free or now new canoe, we have a new canoe on there. Um, we can do that. That's not a problem. That's cool. I like that, dude. Yeah, I'm always curious. Like, I know some shops will take some trade-ins. Most will say absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, offering to post it up and get people in touch so they could sell that boat to get a new boat from you, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's, it, it's just nice because, I mean, I, I tell them it, for for what I would give you for your boat, I mean, with the market right now especially, I mean, if the market is a little harder, but right now stuff just sells so fast. <laughs> I'd be ripping them off and I, I don't want to do that. Like sure. A, you know, sure. Yeah. So. We were just talking about that the other day. Cause like I sold, I had a, um, a Jackson bite FD and I sold that in eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I mean, and I'm in Chicago land. So, I mean, there's a lot of people, so, mm-hmm. you know, but I was still surprised. Yeah. I had that, uh, Jackson Liska last year that I sold, I posted it on Facebook marketplace and it was gone in six hours. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. I mean, the, the higher end boats, we have some Dorados and some motorized uh, lures on those. Those are a little slower because they're, they're big, you know, high end model. Sure. Um, but you're, you know, like your thousand, fifteen hundred dollar boats. I mean, people ask me, they come to me and just ask how much I ask for my boat. I'm like right now in this market, used boats sell for pretty damn near close to you know, new boat. Yeah. 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 I mean, because the demand's through the roof, the supply yeah. chain, even if it's made in the U.S., so a lot of these people get raw material from overseas because where a lot of our recycling goes and it's just, mm-hmm. um, it, it's a, it's a good market for sellers for sure. You know, I was going to say too, like for, for you, I mean, with having feel free and new canoe, those are both very affordable, yeah. uh, you know, or had those are companies that have very affordable models yeah. that are generally within that range. Everybody's kind of shooting for, sure. um, which I believe to be like eight to like 1200. Yeah, you know, most people are going to round it out or round it out to like a thousand. But you know, right. I mean, if you're within the two hundred, you know, on either end of that, you're within the, a pretty good parameter to to get like a really nice boat. And then if you go a couple hundred more, 
then you're really in, you know, you're into something great. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's what drew us to both brands is the customer service is huge because we're big on customer service, but also the, the price point. Cause I mean, around here, I mean, we have Minneapolis close by, but you know, a lot of our, a lot of our customers are looking for the, you know, eight, eight to 1200, maybe $1,500 price range. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we sell some of the, you know, the Dorados, for example, with motors and everything for three grand, but um, you know, those are, those are pretty rare. Uh, those are a specific customer and here in the rural area, even with Minneapolis, you know, it, it's right in that price range, which is perfect. Mm-hmm. So you said pool four earlier, that's uh red wings on pool four, right? Yes. Yeah. I so pool four runs from Hager city, Wisconsin, red wing, Minnesota down to Alma. Okay. Um, I used to guide, I kind of quit doing that. Um, with COVID and everything, I, I got too much going on, but the backwaters of pool four, just North of Alma is where I guide. Um, okay. Just gorgeous. I've taken people from all over the country there. Just gorgeous. I've never had a skunk. Um, I mean, well, one guy, he admitted he drank too much the night before and he couldn't <laughs> set the hook for the life. <laughs> on, but it's just, it's great fishery. It's just gorgeous. Um, I stay out of there in the fall because duck hunters are just in there, packed in there. That's where I, you know, I think new canoe is going to shine is targeting that market that would like to sneak in between those huge duck boats and get into sure. some ducks there. Oh yeah. I, I agree, man. I mean, I think for like new, actually that's the reason why I got it too, is because the hunting um, options, they're going to come like later, hopefully this year, um, you know, and into, uh, uh, into 22, but you know, Wisconsin's like a great area for that because yeah. I mean, you've, you've got a lot of waterways, mm-hmm. you know, plus you, like you said, you, you know, you've got the boundary waters, you got Minnesota, but I mean, there's tons of water. So yeah. we know that there's tons of land that's separated from mainland, you know, so to speak, where these guys are going to, you know, need to, you know, take a boat that can, you know, be able to haul a deer out. Right. You know, or even, I mean, who knows, even bear maybe. You know, sure. I mean, you know, up in that area, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, it, it, I think it's going to be a very, it, it's the, the perfect tool, um, like utilitarian, I guess, yeah. for that area, for everything that goes on, like up in the north. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's where we go fishing in the backwaters of Pool Four. There's spots where you cannot get a boat in. I've had boats with mud motors get stuck back there by me, yeah. and I flagged them out and said, "Turn around." <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I've sold boats to people wanting to haul deer out going up and down creeks and, you know, the, the flat deck on the new canoes, like a utility trailer, as far as that goes, take the seat off and, you know, throw the deer on there. You could even pull it upstream, tie it to a a harness and pull it upstream that way. Um, a very well-rounded platform for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we're with the max weight, like what the 12's got 650 pounds. Yeah you know, max capacity. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that'll handle, handle any deer yeah. in the oh, yeah. area. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I shoot Bambies typically. I'm not the best hunter. So <laughs> so does Jay. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> You're so good company. Jay, man, it's meat in the freezer. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's brown, it's down. <laughs> it looks bigger from the tree stand in, in our defense. It always does. It always does. I, I, I don't have a defense. Mine was like 10 yards away. <laughs> <laughs> and you were on the ground. And I was on the ground. It was very intimate, actually. <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. No, I asked because uh, 
good friend of mine, friend of the podcast, um, used to fish FLW walleye series when FLW had the walleye series and they would always fish, uh, that red wing area. So yeah. I've gone up and pre-fished with them a few times. It's a beautiful area, man. The bluff oh, yeah. walls along the Mississippi, there are just massive and super cool, man. And, and the fishing is plentiful. Oh, that yeah. is for sure. It's epic. We actually, um, not this year or last year, but years prior, uh, Chang Lor and I, he's a good friend of mine. Um, he's also on the field free fishing team would go out and like on a nice day, you know, Wisconsin, nicest twenties, thirties and take the kayaks out at Hager city, which is across from, um, Red Wing. There's a Everest resort there where you can launch. Okay. And it's just, it's always packed because the walleye fishing is just good in there. And I don't know if I had a dollar for every person that's every boater that stopped and said, you guys are crazy. <laughs> Is that is that just south of the lake there? Because it like opens up to a big lake right on the yeah, north that's end. Lake so this is Everett's is actually um, on the Wisconsin side from Red Wing. It's a little north. It's right where the dam is that starts Bull Four. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So Pepin you. is where what you're talking about, where it spreads yeah. out to Lake Pepin. Yeah, we've we've actually did a multi-day float from Maiden Rock to Pepin last year. Oh, um, wow. We, we camped on a sandbar and, and that's really good fishing too. It's just Lake Pepin is so huge that it's choppy. Beyond yeah. And it's just for a kayak, if you're going to stay in the Harbor, it's okay, but it's a little, little intense out on the lake itself. But yeah, I mean, across that lake, it's got to be a couple miles, man. So if the wind's just hauling through there, I can see choppy. it getting gnarly. Yeah. Always gnarly. Choppy. And there, there's huge boats from that come from the cities, these huge cabin cruisers, you know, just, flying up and down plus it's really cool the barges i mean yeah yeah we've had barges sneak up on us at the top of pool for it at hager city there because it's a little narrower you turn around and you know you almost need to change your shorts because there's a bar (laughs) 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 here coming so oh that's crazy (laughs) yeah it's it's a a cool area to fish highly recommend it so what what's like your go-to species to chase up there um I'm mostly bass or pike. Um, okay. I prefer pike. I was doing tournament stuff. Um, you know, early on, I was doing some KBF stuff before I started the dealership, and I just got too busy because um, I have a day job. I'm also a volunteer EMT here in town. Okay. Um, and then I was I help with Wisconsin Heroes Outdoors. So there's just too much going on to do tournaments. I do participate in some of the Wisconsin Kayak Fishing Club ones to support uh, Tufu and team. Yep. Uh, with those, um, but you know, bass, uh, usually what I do is I, I like spinnerbait. I'm a spinnerbait junkie. Um, nice. So that, you know, that gives me bass, pike. Uh, Chang and I like to fl- float the Chippewa River, the Red Cedar River up here, Smallies, um, those areas. So Nice. What's your biggest pike? I know Jay's over here thinking it. He's the biggest big one that I landed was 38. 38. Is it a nice size fish? That's a Chang, good size. Chang too. caught a 45. That's a better size fish. Yeah. That, that's that's, that that's probably girthy too. I bet yeah, that's a it, girthy fish. It's big. And he he actually caught this. He didn't have a tape with him. That's what he estimated at because he sent me pictures and it had two two bends in it when he held it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's before he had actually a feel free. He had um, a perception sound sit in kayak. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I wasn't with him that day. I had family over and. Um, he sent me the photo and I'm like, dude, did you keep it? <laughs> it him, I think he said it took him like 45 minutes to catch. It's one of our backwater spots in the Chippewa river. Um, he had to paddle to shore to pull it in. Cause in that, 
sit-in. He was going to get it on oh, the wow, set. Easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he ended up releasing it. I'm like, oh, man, you should have called me. I came and helped you with it. But, yeah, I had that fish or a similar one on later that year, and it rammed my kayak and bent a heavy-duty hook I had on my <laughs> yeah. That's why, that's why I like pike, man. They're ballistic. I know. They they did, they're slimy, but they're fun. They just don't care. Like, yeah. Just, Seems like you need to go hang out with Tyler. I know. You well, you know, and up there, and I expect people to be catching big pike up there because yeah. that's that's their habitat, man. I mean, yep. that that's cool. one of the best places for them to thrive. Yep. We on my, on my local lake here, we caught uh, my brother-in-law. He just got the mountain back. He caught it last winter, I think. On a hot dog, I forgot what the measurements were on it, but it's huge. We caught it on a hot dog on a tip up. Yeah, very very familiar with that technique. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned the YouTube channel. That video's on there. Yeah, yeah, and we just caught like what three, three, uh, yeah, a couple weeks ago before yeah, all, it started warming up. Yeah. All on hot dogs. Yeah, hot dogs. What, what kind of hot dogs do you use? Um, I'm a connoisseur of the Quick Trip Crazy Dogs. <laughs> okay, so how much do they cost? They're like 99 cents a pack. It, see? see, yeah, we figured that dogs. out too, man. Yeah. You need the cheap ones and you need to leave them in your shack so they get raunchy over the season. Oh, <laughs> well, I didn't do that, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, mine were bought brand new, but uh, you know, I what's on the video we did uh Vienna beef, which yep. I thought would be like a slam dunk. Nope, I really did just because of how oily those things are <laughs> and everything. And then I bought it, was probably like another 99 cent pack of just you know, buttholes and ears and stuff. And, <laughs> And, and uh, like, sure enough, man, that was yep. those are the hot dogs that are bringing them in. And same thing this last time. Absolutely. You know, They're I mean, the, yeah, I mean, it's it's just funny. You know, it's like your bait is hot dogs. Yeah. I feel like I'm a kid again. Yeah, right. You know? oh, yeah. It's great. <laughs> it don't leave them in your shack till July because the maggots will uh, swarm them and it, it's pretty stinky. I already tossed mine. They were in the bucket. Yeah. I was like, I, I was moving around stuff. I'm like, clean out the garage. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Like, for this gets like really offensive. Like, for you're in your garage and you're like trying to figure out like, where is that smell? That, smell? that is <laughs> such a weird smell. Yeah. You know? It's it's ripe. They get ripe. Raunchy. <laughs> what are you using for uh, pike in the summer and stuff? Uh, usually, I throw a spinnerbait. I throw yeah. um, a heavier rod. Yep. Um, real. I do have some bigger spinner baits. So I usually throw like um, the bigger Northland tackle, Reed Runner 2s, Fire Tiger is mm -hmm. my color. Um, I don't do any trailers or anything. Um, that is kind of a, my, that's kind of my Swiss Army knife because it goes, I mean, I get nice bass with that, but I also can get nice pike with that. Mm -hmm. I've tried some of the bigger spinner baits that are meant for musky slash pike and they don't seem to go for nope. that quite as much. No, they usually, I always find too that, I mean, I, I'll swing for the fences, don't get me wrong, mm. but you're, you're often going down to like, you know, a, a half ounce or maybe a three-fourths, yeah. actually, or a three-eighths even, right? right? right. I mean, it, you know, it's, it, they just, you know, they usually just like the smaller schooling fish sometimes, but, you know, then again, I've had them, you know, I'll throw a, like an ounce and a half, like inline spinner for them mm. sometimes, just to, just so I can get down in that water column yep. and just slow roll it. Yep. You know, like right above some weeds or something. Sure. And that usually does pretty good. And we're like uh, using a big rattle trap. Like yeah. One of those one ounces, man. All oh, those things are great. Yeah. Or I, crankbait even. I mean, my, yep. my spinner baits are half ounce, the ones I go to. Um, Chang, he gets his. That big one was on a, a buzz bait. He's a topwater ninja. Oh, nice. That yeah. guy just 
kills it top water. Um, and then I'll use uh, James Gang. It's a it's a small place out of um, Elk Mound by Eau Claire. They make inline spinners that I use, mm-hmm. and they're good for. That's actually what I had that really big one on. Um, running kind of if they're not hitting top water, but you need you have a tall weeds, you can get right between the weed line and the water. Mm-hmm. Um, run right over top of it, and it's just it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I th- I throw a lot of the soft, uh, like either five to like seven inch, um, some of the swim baits. Oh yeah. I just like run those with like a bottom weight, like throw like an owner hook in there, maybe like a seven, maybe even an eight aught, depending sure. on what you need. And you can usually get like right through all those weeds, and they'll just come out and just cram it. Yeah. I love that thud from the I side. Know. I know. Like that that boom <laughs> and that delay. It's like. And then you're just like, yeah, you set that hook, you know? <laughs> yep. Like you always know, man, you feel that thud and that pause and you're like, that's it. Yeah. You know? A lot of my friends up. are bass junkies because they do tournaments and stuff. So they hate the pike. I'm like, I'll catch the pike. Yeah. I'll get them out here for you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm down to catch a 40 inch fish. I mean, come on. Yeah, right. You know, that, that's a beast, man. You will fight that thing for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, but when you're fishing a bass tournament and you're catching them, yeah, then it's then frustrating. I frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that just means you need to like learn how to target your fish better. <laughs> you know, like well, no, I mean quite literally. I remember even fin- fishing. There's this lake down here, Spring Lake. Uh, actually, not here, but more south. But anyway, uh, I was fishing with the spinnerbait. I had to stop because there was muskies in that water, and they would not stop hitting the damn spinnerbait. Yeah, I just had to stop. I just had to like just take it off. And be like, all right. Like I'm tired. Like muskies are great, you know. And I know a lot of people would probably be like, "Dude, are you complaining?" No, I'm not. But yeah. you know, to, you know, to back you up, yeah. When you're in a tournament, yeah, it sucks. You know, sometimes you just gotta put down some of those baits. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I think my first tournament last year was with uh, Midwest Kayak Bass Club. That's the name of it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they were up on Fox Lake. Went in blind. Never seen the lake. Never fished it. Nothing. And uh, I was tossing a black and blue chatterbait and uh, slamming bass. And then all of a sudden it went to pike. Yep. And then it went back to bass. They love chatterbaits. I only lost one chatterbait. Yep. There was another gentleman on the other hand that lost (laughs) eight eight, uh, – Was it like 210 bucks worth of something? What's the expensive ones? Why can't I – the Z Man, uh, the jackhammers. jackhammers. Yeah. 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 Lost eight jackhammers, seven or eight jackhammers. And I uh, had to go home and explain to his wife how he just lost 300 bucks. I still have never bought any of those yet just because there's, I, I just can't bring myself to buy one. And then maybe you lose it. Yeah, yeah. it is a little heart wrenching when you lose them. But yeah. when they're working, you're like, yes. Yep. Yep. This is a good. I investment. heard black blades, your black blades, the pike don't like as much as the chrome ones. I don't know, bro. I caught <laughs> three pike that day and they're right. pretty big. But brass, dude, brass, yeah, like they really come that to flash, brass. yeah. Like yeah. brass or copper, yeah, they'll definitely. I, I usually, I'll prefer, I'll prefer to use that when I actually I make my own, and I'll throw a brass one on there or something, just be a little different. Yeah. Sure. Well, uh, getting back, yeah, <laughs> getting we went down a rabbit the, hole yeah. there, <laughs> getting <laughs> off the pike fishing. Did somebody say pike? You know, you <laughs> said uh, you're a big part of Wisconsin Heroes Outdoors. You're the uh, Northwest Wisconsin chapter leader. Like, how how did you get involved with that, and and what does that all entail for you? Um, yeah, so I got involved with um, Eric Faulkner and Jason Bartol, the the guys that kind of founded it, um, several years ago. 
Um, it's when I first started Small Craft Outfitters. I think it was actually technically before I started that. Okay. Um, I had a few feel free boats and I had seen on Facebook that they were having a, a, a Heroes in the Water event. Um, they started out with Heroes in the Water and then they kind of went into this Wisconsin Heroes Outdoors so they could expand, you know, what they're doing. Um, so I started with them back then and brought some boats with and helped out uh, with the event and then um, helped the next year with the, having a, an event here at our local reservoir because it's actually owned by the it's federal land it's army corps of engineers um, so that they donated the park pass they donated um, they gave us a private loop to to camp on we couldn't do it last year because of the covid they weren't doing the camping thing so um got involved with them early on and then when they expanded to or moved to wisconsin heroes outdoors um you know, I'm up here. They're down in Milwaukee. Uh, I know Brad's helping out in Madison. There's people all over the state now. They said, hey, you want to help out in the Eau Claire area, which Eau Claire is 45 minutes east of me. Sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. So um, it, it's they have a lot of bigger events down there in Minneapolis, or, uh, Milwaukee area, Madison area. Up here is pretty low key. It's a you know, smaller area. Rural, it's, very, it's more rural. Um, but other than that event here at the reservoir locally, we do kind of just smaller outings. I do ice fishing. You know, I've taken several local veterans um, and their families out ice fishing, kind of a low key thing. Some veterans kind of prefer more of a low key versus a big group thing. Sure. Uh, sure, sure, sure. And then the kayak, same thing. Like if I've, I'm a volunteer EMT in town. So um, when I talk to people in law enforcement, et cetera, I'm like, Hey, it, they say they want to try. I'm like, Hey, I'll, I'll take you out. You can bring a friend or family. I got extra kayaks and off we go. That's cool, man. Yeah. yeah. They want to get sneakier. They should get some kayaks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've had the, the DNR in Wisconsin roll up on us and the dudes in like basically camouflage using a camo boat. You just, you're like, Oh my God, I didn't even <laughs> yeah. see you. where she come from. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I, like, you know, I'm already grabbing for my license. Like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong here. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, that's super cool, man. I mean, um, obviously, anytime you can give back and and obviously thank you for your service as a volunteer EMT, man, that's huge. Um, but uh, anytime you can give back uh, to that community is uh, super huge, man. So thanks for what you do. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. It's, it's a lot of fun. It, and that's why I enjoy doing that's part of the reason I, I just decided not to do the guiding thing anymore. Um, I enjoy guiding. Um, but it's just it's stressful. Sure. <laughs> it's, a, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a lot of work and people don't realize that um, the amount of work that it takes to be a guide, because you really have to know your water. You have to have the equipment. There's wear and tear on the equipment. There's prep, there's insurance, et cetera. And I'm like, you know what? I just, I like what Wisconsin heroes outdoors is doing. Let me spend that time and that knowledge kind of in a more relaxed environment, taking these folks out and just talking. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, it helps a lot, especially with folks that do have, you know, PS, uh, PTSD or any side effects from from their service. So it's just, it's a very rewarding uh, group to be with. Um, you know, we're always looking for people to help volunteer, help with events. Um, I have a lot of folks that uh, weren't veterans, like uh, my neighbor, for example, he helps with the uh, ice fishing. He, he's big into ice fishing, so he helps out with that. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's just it's nice to hear the stories and kind of see them unwind, um, especially those that have had a, you know, a rougher go of it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, man. That's super cool. <clears throat> um, 
you know, talking, talking about guiding, man, because this has always been an interesting subject, like in the state of Wisconsin, because you were guiding out of kayaks, correct? Yep. So what are the requirements to become a guide in the state of Wisconsin? Um, you have to have a pulse. <laughs> Check. $40. Ooh. Check my socks. And no outstanding uh, uh, citations with the D DNR. That's it? Yep. So, so that's the challenge, right? So pretty much anyone can be a guide in Wisconsin. Um, and... I mean, I, I work with a lot of brands that are really good where I can send in my guide license to say, hey, I'm a guy. Can I get a discount? Um, you know, through Rapala, uh, other brands I've worked with. Um, but there's some brands out there that realize <laughs> Wisconsin. I mean, I could be Joe Schmo and go spend 40 bucks, get a guide license, say I'm a guide and try to get a discount. So it's kind of discounted that um, that title slash profession to some extent in Wisconsin. Sure. Um, my personal opinion. It, it's, I mean, it's easy. Um, what's not easy is actually doing it and doing it well. Mm -hmm. um, that is very stressful, but yeah, it, it's rewarding at the same time. I mean, I, I did enjoy it. I got into it because um, my wife pointed out that I seem to enjoy showing people to catch fish more than I do catching them myself. Yeah. Um, which is the case. Um, but it's just hard to do it in a guide setting where they're paying good money. Mm -hmm. um, and then some of them, <laughs> some of them be like, oh yeah, I fish all the time. And they hold the spinning reel upside down. I met on the Xbox, man. I met <laughs> yeah. on the Xbox. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's tricky because in a kayak with guiding, it's not like a boat where I can be right there and grab it. and Right. You know, I, I mean, where I launched on the backwaters, the Mississippi and pool four, I purposely launched in an area that's this little pool mm -hmm. where it's, unless you know how to get out of there, you can't see the exit because I literally had people just take off on me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people get lost out here all the time. Like, don't don't just go. So it, it's just tricky. And I've had people say, well, do you guarantee a catch? I can't control the weather. I can't no. control. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I could guarantee it if I was in a boat and I, I'd hook one for you because, you know, but in a kayak, it's a different ball game. Well, and it, you know, and I think you're probably getting a lot of people who are just first timers in general, right? Like, so they've probably never been in a kayak. They're like, oh, mm -hmm. I want to try this out. Yeah. And that in itself is something you have to figure out from a right. fishing standpoint because it ain't boat fishing. Exactly. Uh, but yet it is, you know, yep. it's like, you know, there's, there's a lot of, it's, you know, sometimes it's like a little bit of shore fishing, but yeah, people have to like figure all that out. How do you, how do yeah. I coordinate all this? And then why do I keep getting closer to the, to the shore when I throw my spinner bait? Yep. Oh, that's because my bait is pulling me, you know, exactly. you know, and then and what if you got some danger too, right? Yeah. Yeah. They don't even know that. And even the most seasoned veteran, you know, I mean, it's easy to get cocky, you know, yep. and just be like, ah, I got this. And you're exactly. like, I'm all wet. Yep. Yeah. You know, you know, so, yeah. you know, but then you get like, you know, you're talking about the fishermen too, right? They're like, oh yep. yeah, I fish all the time. It's like, dude, using the Zepco like 404 <laughs> in like 1986 does not count. Yeah. I mean, like you said, you could definitely tell and it's like, you know, but I mean, it's, but you know, it's great that people are getting out there because how else oh, are yeah. they going to do it? You know, yeah. they need somebody to take them. Exactly. And, the, and I had a wide variety. I mean, I had the folks, I had quite a few people actually that had kayaks and they just didn't know how to fish out of them very well. 
or they just wanted to experience a new area. I had a lot of people from Illinois, some people from Texas, um, Ohio, uh, a lot of Minnesota. Um, but yeah, I mean, with kayak fishing, because sometimes I have people buy a new kayak and be like, okay, can you take me out in it? Yeah. Um, which is great. But it, yeah, exactly. You hit it right on the head because it's not just fishing like in a boat where you're, okay, cast over yeah. there, retrieve a little slower. You're teaching them how to read the water yep. and how it's going to move your boat, how to read the wind, how, you know, a half ounce spinnerbait is going to pull your kayak versus a rubber worm that's not. Um, yeah, absolutely. And then even how to land the fish. Yeah. Oh, the, I mean, we've all been there. Right? The first fish you catch on a kayak is like, yeah. what do we do now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Once you got it hooked, it's like, yeah. uh-oh. No, yeah. But- <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like, and you're like, how many triple hooks does that thing have on it? You're exactly. Like, oh, I don't know if I want to. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, er, you know, everybody starts off new, right? I mean, we mm-hmm. all went through it. Um, you know, geez, I used to fish out of a nine and a half foot mainstream sit-in kayak that I, I don't know. It was I fished out of a ten foot pelican for a while. That's true. I'm yeah. six four and like two hundred forty oh. pounds. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's like we were probably not. You know, let's just put it this way. I kept my gear light in my yak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> there was a point where you'd be like, "Ooh, that could be," uh, you know, lean <laughs> a little bit to the side. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as lazy as I am in my kayak now, yeah. dude, I'd be wet yeah. in that other kayak. Yeah. Heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. What's it was uh, a lot of fun? It was a lot of fun. Just give us uh, one of your story, one of your worst trips ever. Um. So the hardest one. Um, was a younger gentleman and if he's watching apologies i won't name your name um <laughs> he's brad hurl boss yeah, yeah brad, <laughs> brad, uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't brad um so he he came up he drove about four hours um he had family nearby ish he booked me out a couple months ahead of time i said hey i got a fishing kayak just want to learn more about it um he's a good fisherman um Got them. It was a hot day and it was windy. And um, if the wind gets ripping in that that river valley in the Mississippi, there's bluffs on either side. Yeah. Um, you know, you guys down in Illinois call them mountains. So they're bluffs. <laughs> um, <laughs> bluffs are hill type protrusions right. on the <laughs> land. Everybody that right. sometimes they have grass mesas on the top. Yes. Yeah, so you, <laughs> you guys got it. But it whips around in that valley and it keeps changing direction. So, and then the current blows in, we're in the backwater, but it blows in from the main channel, depending on how, you know, the dams are opened, et cetera, the rain a couple days before. Um, so it was rough paddling. Um, it was rough because the wind kept switching on us. The current was pretty strong, not terrible. I mean, it's not like a river, but it's enough where it'll blow you backwards if you're not paying mm-hmm. attention. Um, and he admitted to having, uh, consumed him too many yoohoos the night before um the day before and they made a huge water slide at wherever he was at with these garbage bags laid out with covered in water and he was pretty sore from that um pretty hungover from the yoohoo um so <laughs> got him on quite i got him on a lot of fish but he just could not set the hook for the life of him it was taking all he could just to paddle that boat so I felt bad for the guy and I'm, I'm just trying and trying and trying, but he was really cool. He's like, it's my fault. You got me on fish. I just, I sh- next time I'm not going to drink that much. He's got to set him up with the net ring, man. All you got to do is lift the rod and reel. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I've tried net actually. I'm not a big net, net person. I'm a spinnerbait guy, but I tried it out there and it's so weedy. 
Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and and that is like Pike City. I mean, oh yeah, you'd be losing. Yeah, you'd be losing them. I mean, it works, but yeah, I I had him uh, buzz bait. Top water was good that day. I had him throwing a buzz bait, and he missed a bunch, and then I tossed it out and caught one. Like they're here. (laughs) Nice, (laughs) nice. Yeah, very cool, man. Well, um. Where can folks go to track you down and find info on your shop, you, and all that good stuff? Uh, they can go to smallcraftoutfitters.com. Um, we're also on Facebook, Small Craft Outfitters. Um, as far as all the boats we have coming in, we'll keep on our website. We've added some new used boats tonight. Um, yeah, we try to stay active. Not so much in the winter. Uh, the winter, see behind me, the shoulder. That's my rod bill. I do custom fishing rods. So most of the winter I'm doing ice rods and some open water rods, but in nice. the summer we're pretty active on, on social media and our website, keeping stuff up to date. Heck yeah, man. That's super cool. And, uh, you said Facebook, are you on Instagram too? I am. Um, I kind of neglect that. You neglect her. How could you? I do. I do some Instagram. I actually started out uh, small craft fisherman, which is my blog, which I haven't blogged in a while just because I'm busy with the business. Uh, but I usually either on small craft fisherman, or small craft outfitters, I do some Instagramage in the summer, but not as much as the cool kids do these days. Right on, man. Right on. You got anything else for our man here? No, it was uh, really cool talking to you, man. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. sounds like you got a great place up there and <clears throat> I'm sure me and Brian will find our way up there one of these days. Yeah, that's that's you guys want to come up? I'll take you out in pool four. Brad, Brad knows how to get to my place. We're not coming. Brad, we're not bringing Brad. Brad. No, no, I don't blame Brad. Brad. No, Brad. Can, no, Brad I didn't stay in Mad Town. Got to get there the best way, not you know, not to come with you. Um, oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Just give us yeah. directions. Yeah, yeah, stay home. All of a sudden, he starts seeing it. Like, what the heck is this on <laughs> Facebook? Like, what is going? no i love to have you guys up i mean pool forge is gorgeous i've taken people everywhere and they're just blown away i mean yeah i never got to experience the backwaters up there man but i would really love to because like i said you know that lake pepin area and then just south of there like um absolutely beautiful um i've only fished up there a couple times and i've always wanted to get back up there it's been years i think the last time i was up there was like 2010 or something okay. so it's it's been a hot minute but yeah yeah we should definitely get up there and you know now that you told jay there's 45 inch pike <laughs> i'm gonna hear it non-stop till we go up there so we'll see you soon awesome. yeah awesome. <laughs> i'm already in the truck yeah <laughs> uh thanks thanks again for taking the time out tonight my friend and yeah, uh i appreciate it Absolutely, man. And everybody listening and watching on all the different platforms, go give Tyler a follow, check out the website, check out his shop. If you're up in that uh, northern Wisconsin, southern Minnesota area, stop stop by, give him a shout and uh, support local. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah buddy. Till next time, boys and girls, tight lines, smooth paddle. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle in Finn. 
Don't forget to go check out our website at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler. The Angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in Northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com 